The world is a big and magical place, and Jason and Colin are your guides. So grab a bucket of pixie dust, because this is Disney World with sass and no strollers. And here are your two fairy godfathers. Hey, fairy friends, and welcome to another episode of Two Fairy Godfathers. I'm Jason Matheson. And I'm Colin Matheson. How y'all doing today? Thank- hi, y'all. Hi, y'all. Booter and Oyo, this is the Paula Dean Disney Podcast. <laughs> you running out of breath actually kind of sounded like her. Well, yeah, it does. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. We're happy you're here. Put on your Mickey ears and let's have a good time. I can't believe it's been two weeks already. I know. Time since the podcast. Because, yeah. you know, a little fairy reminder, we drop new episodes every other Monday. So Mondays are for fairies, or every other Monday's for a fairy. Unless you're me, it's every day. Every day is uh, for Colin. But we're uh, going to start off going through some news. And a little bit later in the podcast, we, we've, um, we're really excited to do this one because we, we, not we put it off, but this happened back in July. And we were so excited for it, but we weren't doing episodes at the time. So now, and then when we did bring the podcast back, there was so much news to talk so about with Disney Genie Plus and Fiftieth so and all kinds of stuff that we just didn't talk about it then. So, girl, it's very, very busy. So let's get started right away with some mouse topics. So D twenty three happened over the weekend. Thank you very much. You provided us with many headlines to talk about because Colin about midweek was like, "Okay, girl, what what's the headlines? What's popping?" What are we going to talk about? What's the big news, the big headlines? And then D23 happened like a beautiful bushel of happiness. Yeah, because I don't like to waste your time with like itty bitty little things like. No, you can oh, find that out yourself. Yeah, there's this new singular treat at this one place. Well, but that's great. I mean, that's what Disney food blog is for. Yeah, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's look, just not us. That's not us. We're, we're big picture, big things that we think you're going to care about, especially since our whole podcast is doing land and world uh, through the eyes of, of grownups. Okay, so Kyle, I'm just going to throw out some some headlines that came out of D23. You react. Hit me with your best shot. Okay, Pat Benatar. First, let's start at Magic Kingdom. So we found out there's going to be uh, the Festival of Fantasy Parade is coming back. Now look, Colin's face, <laughs> girl, even through the Botox that Colin has on his forehead, I can see an eyebrow raise. Now, it's very Marsha Cross, but it is an eyebrow race because Colin is not a fan of the parades, nor am I, but this is a big deal. People do, even the yeah. adults love People parades, love this parades. was a big parade. Yes. This Just, is a good one, though, you have to admit. Sure. Okay. <laughs> it is. It is a good, I mean, of all the parades, this is a big one to come back. Yeah. And then um, all the cavalcades that were kind of a parade replacement in the COVID era, they announced that the cavalcades are staying, Kyle. So they're, you know, the when the music changes and then there comes Mickey and Minnie and like Buzz Lightyear and these convertibles down, you know, the yeah, counts like a cavalcade. Yeah, the cavalcades that replace parades, the Disney Parks chief said they're here to stay. So even with the return of parades, cavalcades aren't going anywhere, which I actually like those. Yeah, because that's a quick little, you can see what you want to see and be on your way. Yeah, you can always tell, fairy friends, um, if you've never been to the parks, when a cavalcade is coming, because the park music changes. 
to like if it's the Incredibles, you know, you start to hear the the score from the Incredibles or if it's Star Wars, you hear the Imperial March and then the characters kind of slink their way through the park on convertibles and it's cool. It's a it's a nice up close way to and a quick parade. Yes. See? You have now that's a parade that you like. That's why cuz it's quick. It's they quick. literally drive by and I can go. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to wait a half hour and watch all the stuff that I don't care about. I got that's places true. to be. Uh, wrote one little quick headline, though. There's going to be a new castle show with Mickey um, called Mickey's Magical Friendship Fair. Again, Colin is asleep, so we're going to go right. We're going to go right to Epcot. Okay, let's go move to Epcot because there's some big things happening in Epcot. So we found out a sort of, kind of, sort of opening date for Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, which is the next huge ride opening at Walt Disney World. Now this I'm excited for. Yeah. Summer <laughs> 2022. We found out. Do we think they're going to stick to that deadline? Summer 2022. <laughs> Which means sometime between April and October. Summer <laughs> 2022. No, and we, we they re, uh, they revealed the concept art, the poster. We saw some images of the queue, which Colin and I just looked at right before we went on the air. The queue looks awesome yeah there's lots of good um videos and stuff out there but we usually go to like walt disney world news today or one of those kind of things they'll have all kinds of great photos you can go see which can i pause and say i love the shade if you guys follow walt disney world news today uh twitter the the shade that he throws at um bob chapik who's the (laughs) he does not like girl that is some funny shade I always love people that give executives a hard time. Not 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 my buddy Bob Iger. Bob Iger can do no wrong in my in my book, by his book, by the way. But um, dude at uh, WDW News today hates Bob Chapik, which well, so I, does the other half of the world. Uh, yeah, I'm not a big fan either. Anyway, okay, back to Guardians of the Galaxy. This uh, this roller coaster looks like it's going to be kind of like a storytelling coaster, kind of like Hagrid's. Uh, at Universal, yeah, mixing a whole bunch of storytelling devices. Uh, the, the 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 car itself kind of spins around. Yeah, I think you'll probably like slow down and be in part of a scene. And yeah, do stuff like that. Which again, uh, Universal's ha- uh, uh, Hagrid's. That's still, I got to tell you, one of my favorite rides of the last five years. It's a fun one. It's got everything. Yeah, I you you paused. I didn't think you liked it. No, I do. Oh, okay. Uh, we're going to get a new statue of Walt uh, that's going to be found in World Celebration because, you know, they're renaming all the neighborhoods. And it's going to be at a place called Dreamer's Point. It's a beautiful statue. We just saw a picture of it. Yeah. So he's kind of like sitting and leaning forward, leaning on his knees, mm-hmm. I think. And so people can like sit next to him. And yeah, yeah. I, I think it's going to be a popular one. When we brought, I, I didn't even tell you this. It, and one more, the probably the biggest headline, the expansion of Epcot is going to wrap up in 2023. Oh, good Lord. I feel like it's been under construction forever. And that brings me to something that kind of like broke my heart. Because if you've listened to our podcast, uh, Hollywood and Epcot are, are the two are our two favorite parks. Am I, yeah. we, am I fair on that? Yep, yeah, absolutely. And um, when we brought this group of eight uh, about a month ago, my TV show executive producer, Jeff, had not been to Walt Disney World since he was a kid. And... I kept bragging about Epcot and World Showcase, and Jeff just told me recently that he was kind of underwhelmed by Epcot, and he said the reason, the construction. Well, yeah, I mean, it takes you out of it. It does. So, And half the park is under construction. So I bring that up because, Fairy Friends, if you're listening to us and you are debating um, whether 
to book a Walt Disney World vacation and Epcot is a is a, is a want for you, I might wait. Like if this is your one shot, I might wait until maybe the end of twenty. I would wait until next year um, when a, another chunk of the construction is completed because this is. This is a very different Epcot right now, you know. Don't you think, Kyle? I mean, it's it's basically forty percent of it is behind yeah, walls. I was, yeah, I would say World Showcase is is fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's just gonna if you're anything up front, it's all behind green walls. Yeah, and you're not really getting Epcot at its best. So if you can wait, oh, is that a cocktail you have? I hear rattling over there. Is that? No, it's water. I didn't want to have another coughing fit. We were at a wedding yesterday, and leave it to me. It was like the, I don't know. The one time you don't want to have a coughing fit. Funeral or a wedding. And I'm sitting there. Or like, some sort of um, like orgy. I'm doing the. <clears throat> and it's just getting oh worse and worse, worse and, and worse. worse. And here I am again. The one time I don't want to have a coughing fit. Do, the recording of the podcast. And it's coming on. It's all right. The fairy friends will forgive you. Um, just you can. If you have to cough, don't worry about it. <coughs> That's Colin coughing. I know. I'm tickling my throat. Uh, so Disney's Hollywood Studios. Let's move there, Kyle, shall we? So the big thing. This is what I was excited about. Really? Yeah. Do you know what my first headline's going to be? Maybe not your first, but I know what one of them is. The Return of Fantasmic. That's what I'm excited about. <laughs> Jason hates Fantasmic. Okay, describe for the virgins, <clears throat> or do you want me to? I, I'm, I'm not making a joke. I will. Poor Colin is coughing. Fantasmic is a nighttime show. It mixes... Um, projection on water. It mixes live action. It takes place kind of in a lagoon, kind of a little island. It's an amphitheater. An amphitheater, but there's water elements. There's boats. There's a, it's freaking a lot going on. Bigger volcano. Mickey Mouse is up there like Fantasia. It mixes a lot of crafts to create a really spectacular nighttime show. Colin, as you can tell, enjoys it more than I do. And I don't know why. When's the last time you've seen it? Drunk about four years ago. I think that might be the problem. Okay. It's coming back next year, and it's going to have new segments with Frozen, Aladdin, and Moana. Does that make you want to see it more? Yes. I thought so. Yeah. So that's back in time for the 50th. So Fantasmic is returning. And that was really kind of the only big, big announcement out of Hollywood. But- what were you going to say? Well, the Galactic Star Cruiser is kind of attached to Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that. But I'm talking about, I, I, I was, I was going to say, Hollywood has had so much attention and so many changes the last five years. It, it, it goes to figure that Epcot would get a lot of announcement love because it's under you know construction. Yeah. And, unless out. they decide to get rid of Indiana Jones or they're finally going to do something with the museum, Little Mermaid. Um, all that Disney Junior stuff. Back where Launch Bay is. Star Wars Launch Bay. Bay. Bulldoze all that and put a ride in. Unless they're going to do that. Or, like I said, Indiana Jones. Get rid of that and put a ride. There's yeah. nothing to do at, at Hollywood Studios. It's it all is, been redone and it's expanded as much as it can. It is kind of a dead zone, unfortunately. And I, I so miss Star Wars Launch Bay. That store in there and the museum. The store had collectible Star Wars collectibles that you really couldn't find and many other stores on property or just anywhere. And they they then it got very generic toward the end. Yes. They they started putting items in launch bay that you could find at any other store. But anyway, okay, I'm getting off topic. Um so the Galactic Star Cruiser, the or, or as normal folks call it, the Star Wars Hotel. Yep. <laughs> um 
a lot of news, a lot of visuals. The big one is Disney Parks on YouTube, their channel released a video showing the head of Parks taking part in a lightsaber training class, which you will be able to do as a guest. Now, I have a question. Go ahead. In that video that we just watched. Yes, sir. Was that the new lightsabers? Okay. I That's a great question. I don't believe so. Okay, because they but showed the new ones, I guess, at D23. They did, and announced that you won't be able to buy them, and you won't Ever? be able to use them. They're they're there for the ca the the actors, oh. the cast members. You as a mortal will not be able to hold one. I a guess a Terran, a Terran from Guardians of the Galaxy, or a Muggle for in another universe. But anyway, so you'll uh, they showed the lightsaber class. Um, they showed what. Uh, so well to go through what that is. If you haven't yeah. seen it, if you've ever seen, is it a New, new Hope? Hope? Yep. When Luke is on the Millennium Falcon and he's blind and he's got that helmet on and he's blindfolded with Obi Wan's it. training him. Yep, and he's training him. And he's got there's that little orb flying around shooting pew, labors pew, at him. Pew. Live foley artist, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Um, and then he's got his lightsaber. And he's supposed to be deflecting the laser beams. That's what you're doing in this thing. It's there's like you stand on a little target on the floor and it projects lasers from the wall and you're supposed to use your lightsaber to deflect them. It's really cool. I mean, it, it's. Mm. You didn't think it was cool? It's all right. Oh, I thought it was pretty awesome. As a star, I, I'm the bigger Star Wars fan of the two. I thought it was pretty awesome. I mean, and we're not, I mean, we're seeing a YouTube video, so we don't get to see how the, really the lasers look until you're there. Yeah, give me a cocktail. I might like it better. Whatever. Anyway, don't listen to him. He's a bitter, <laughs> coughing. I'm a bitter old queen. He's a bitter, coughing little biatch right now. So <laughs> trust me, Star Wars fans. The cough I, is gone. I, for I, now. I have your back. This is cooler than, than bitchy Smurf over here is making it seem. Okay, now the other thing is we kind of saw what the bridge looks like, and I don't know in what capacity you're going to be able to go up there, but it was really cool. You get to kind of touch the buttons, and you get to uh, kind of protect the ship and fire on TIE fighters and take us to light speed like you do on the Millennium Falcon ride. Did you like that there, bitchy Smurf? Yeah, it was pretty cool. Oh, my goodness. Well, no, I... What? You're very hard to please today. No, I'm just... I think, like... Um, Smuggler's Run is so immersive and so cool. Yeah, that this looked a little. You know what it reminded me of? What? A little Space Invaders, or like back in the day when Space Mountain used to have the games in the queue, and you could like shoot the ships coming in. That's kind of what it felt like. It was very like old school target on the screen that you have to move and shoot. And okay. I, was like, Meh. I thought it could be cooler. But I don't know that, like, if that's actually the final finished product, how they're going to do it and use it, who, yeah. how many people get to do it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, again, give me a cocktail. I like it. Just take Colin with a bit of salt and a little sugar today. I thought it looked cool. Again, as a Star Wars fan, um, I'm going to withhold judgment until I see it in person. We also, the, the D23 audience, got to meet the, the singer, um, Gaia Agaya, I believe her name is. Um, I'm probably getting that wrong. They unveiled some of the aliens. The uh, the the Disney Park Instagram revealed uh, pictures of the droids. Come a couple of the new droids you're going to be meeting. 
on the Galactic Star Cruiser. So for the low, low price of ten thousand dollars a week, ten thousand dollars a week. Yeah. No, I don't know. Isn't it like three thousand or something like that? Something but like that. Yeah. Two night minimum stay, booked up right away. I'm like, Unless you're hosted by Disney, then I don't know, which we're not. Um, just a couple Disneyland headlines, and then we're going to get to our big review of this episode. Magic Band Plus is coming to Disneyland in 2022. And that picture of that Magic Band? Uh, awesome. Mm-hmm. See? Oh, everybody. That was Colin getting excited about something in this episode. Did, did you finally like it, Bitter Betty? I got excited about Fantasmic. I okay, got that's right. I'm about, sorry. You're right. I'm sorry, Colin. I got excited, excited about Galactic about... Rewind. Okay, He's been excited about three things. I apologize. No, but you're right, sweetie. It uh, The Magic Band Plus picture I'm looking at it now looks awesome. I will be buying many of these. I know. Yeah. Um, the other thing I think folks really care about, the uh, Main Street Electrical, pr- Electrical Parade is turning 50 next year. So Disney's bringing it back, which people love that parade. Yeah, I can't believe they got rid of it. I can't believe. We had a version of it here in Minneapolis called the Holodazzle. And they got rid of it many years ago, and I wish they would bring it back. So, And then they revealed um, some updates to Downtown Disney. They're bulldozing the AMC Theater, I believe, on the west side oh, and yeah. revitalizing that area, which they need to. That yeah, was dead. It's a very similar dead zone to what we were talking about at Hollywood Studios by uh, Launch Bay, Little Mermaid, and Disney Junior. That's just a kind of an unfortunate dead zone mm-hmm. um, at Downtown Disney. Um, Disneyland's also bringing back Fantasmic and World of Color. Yes. World of Color. That's cool. That is awesome. It's our friend Haley. Hey, hey, Haley, who's the executive producer of uh, Good Day LA. It's her favorite nighttime show. Oh, fun fact. Yeah, she loves it. Okay, uh, time to do a fun review. As we said at the top of the podcast, uh, I'm really excited for this because this is something we are both equally thrilled to tell you about and to set the table again throwing no shade at folks that are influencers that are uh we are proudly not hosted um when we stay at a property when we stay at a hotel uh we pay for it ourselves. we're not hosted uh we get no special treatment so the reviews that we give are through uh kind of that lens and that brings us to a premium stay now also setting the table here's another fork we realize that this is a special occasion on the expensive end property to review, but it deserves some attention too. And the property is the Four Seasons Orlando. <sighs> yeah. Okay. If I was made of money, girl, girl, I would live here in a heartbeat. And you can live there. You can <laughs> for the low, low price. Of- the, yeah. The residences at the Four Seasons. You can live there if you'd like. $30 million. Yep. Uh, we stayed here back in, in July, and we were there for about four days, three or four days, and really wanted to take advantage of the property. We had some reservations going in. One of the reservations, Colin and I like convenience getting to the parks. Thus, the reason usually our home base is the fabulous Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. That's usually where you can find us when we're staying there, when we're staying, uh, when we go to Walt Disney World. So we had some reservations because we were like, oh, how is their shuttle system? Is Does it run a lot? Because well, we, we had a friend, Hey, Hey, Haley, stayed there before. Yeah. And back then they had like this big full-size coach. Yeah. And like it went to every park. And like, so if you wanted to go to Animal Kingdom and that was the last stop, you had to go to Magic Kingdom, mm. Epcot, 
Hollywood Studios before you could get to Animal Kingdom. And I'm like, I don't want to sit on a bus for a half hour to get to my one park. Yeah. So we were really worried about we were really worried about transportation, and uh, we got there, and immediately that was almost put to rest. But the property itself is stunning. I mean, it's the Four Seasons, so this is kind of a no duh. Yeah, if you're not familiar, it's in the Golden Oaks neighborhood, so that's where all the the millionaires live down there. It's mm-hmm. on Disney property, and it's you can actually see the Four Seasons as you're driving up to Magic Kingdom. If you look to your right across Bay Lake. It is to the right. It's that kind of big white building, squarish with like two towers. Yes. So so it's out by like Camp Wilderness, like north. I think it's north. Maybe it's west. I don't know. It's between Disney Springs and Magic Kingdom. So that's where it is. And again, when you're hearing Colin say that, you're like, well, that's kind of far out there. Yes, it is. And that's a plus and a minus. The minus is you do need transportation to get anywhere. It's not near really any of the parks. I mean, the closest park to it is probably Magic Kingdom. Kingdom. But the plus is their transportation system. So they have um, these new motor coaches. They're like, I don't know. You watch the Real Housewives when they go on a trip. It's the Mercedes, uh, the Mercedes vans. That's kind of what they're like. Yeah, just extra big ones. So, but really comfortable individual seats, you know, leather, air conditioned. There's nobody on them hardly. And they run to like, only two parks at a time. So it'll go to like Epcot and Magic Kingdom. And it'll and it's the same schedule. They give you the schedule and it's the same times all day. So instead of the nice thing is, instead of like a Disney resort, you don't know when the bus comes. They just say every 20 minutes. You don't know if it left two minutes ago and you're gonna be there for 18 minutes. You actually know when the four season buses are coming. There are scheduled pickup times. Basically and, on the quarter. And drop off times. So it's like if you're in the park and you're like, oh, I know there's a bus that's going to be here in seven minutes. Let's run or let's wait for an hour. We can do that. Yeah. So like, you know, Epcot's at 15, you know, the pickup at Epcot's at like 15. Now this isn't, this isn't actual factual, but uh, Epcot's at 15. Uh, the pickup at Hollywood's at 30. Animal Kingdom is 45 and Magic Kingdom's at the top of the hour. So you just kind of plan your day. Uh, you, 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 plan your your day and your night around around sorry um around the the pickup time of uh, of the buses so my number one worry immediately was alleviated and it exceeded my expectations as did the property as a whole i mean it's stunning it is stunning and we have st- we have been very lucky enough to stay at some really great properties around uh, around the country this is by far one of our favorites. Um, there are four pools. I don't, it just is like never ending. It's never ending. There are multiple pools. So when you come out the back, there's the adults only quiet pool, you know, <clears throat> very tranquil, very beautiful. And then you go down and there, the one pool that's down there, it's just massive. It just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. It's a five diamond <laughs> resort and it's on 26 acres. And like Holland said, there's an adult only resort um, there is a fabulous pool bar restaurant right off uh, near the adults only pool. Um, and then there is like a lazy river. There's a water slide. Yeah, the dueling water slides we loved. Uh, fantastic. Um, yeah, the lazy river was, uh, you know, we went to Blizzard Beach that same trip. And the lazy river at the Four Seasons was way better, in our opinion, than, than the Blizzard Beach one. Because again, Not there's less. busy. No, less people. Way classier, 
The food is amazing. We went, to, we had dinner at one of the restaurants on property. I believe it was called Ravello. Ravello, yeah, because there's a steakhouse too. Kappa, which Kappa. We, I think was closed when we were there because of COVID. Was. Yeah, but I really, I've heard amazing things. If you can go up there, even just to be at the bar and watch the fireworks, yeah, it's great. And if you do have offspring, if you have children. Um, they have an entire kids' pool area called Explorer Island, and that's where the water slide is, which is awesome. But okay, enough about kids. Um, so various restaurants, various bars. They have a fabulous coffee shop with w- amazing pastries that look over. You know, you walk out on the veranda and you look over the property, and then the fit the gym. I was going to say fitness area, but let me just call it a gym. The most gorgeous hotel gym. I've ever been in my life. I'm sure. It I think about that gym all the time. Which I'm is not sad. kidding. It is one of the most premier hotel gyms I've ever been in. Um so bottom line as you can tell, well and we've done oh, the spa there before too. Oh we that's loved, right another trip. The spa. The, yeah. the spa was great too. Bottom line, there is a reason this is a 5 diamond resort, a AAA 5 diamond. It it exceeded the and we we had high expectations. Yeah, the rooms were huge oh. and spacious and big balconies. Like we loved everything about it. Yeah, it, it it just probably one of my favorite trips to Disney World. Period, and the reason was that resort. I mean, it really was. It was a big reason why I loved that trip. Again, the price tag can be the biggest problem. You know, starting at a cheap night's probably nine hundred, and they go up to fifteen hundred, two thousand, depending on. <clears throat> the time of the year and everything, but I, I'm going to do, this is what we're going to do just for the sake of the episode. I'm going to put in like uh January 7th, which is a Friday to January 9th. And I'm going to put two adults and I'm just going to check the rates. January it's post holidays. Do it. <coughs> is that me coughing or you? That's me coughing now. <laughs> um, we are looking at a thousand dollars a night. Oh, that's very typical. Yeah. So $1,085 for just a normal re- a view. Yeah, I think that's their starting rate, actually. Yeah. So that kind of gives you, again, we said it going into this. We know this isn't an every trip kind of place to stay. This is a quick weekend or a honeymoon or you are splurging. Or if like you are going with your kids and grandma and grandpa are coming and don't want to stay at the all-star resort with you, grandma and grandpa can stay at the Four Seasons. You can stay at the all-star resort and then just go visit them. Yes. Because they will love the resort. Or if you're bringing a very, very, very rich relative and they've offered to pay for everything. Take advantage. And we're going to take advantage of this moment to say goodbye so Colin can go to the drugstore. I know. I'm so sorry, friends. You, it, it, they, won't be, they won't even be able to hear the coughing. It'll be processed out. I hope so. If not, just don't email us, okay? I know. I'm sorry. Don't forget Don't forget to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps. Yeah, use this episode as your barometer, please. Yeah. Please don't give us a one-star because of the coughing. I can hear the reviews. Well, the episode's great, but the homosexual that was coughing in the background. They were sick. Uh, they were, were sick. We're at home. We're can married. Can you get COVID through a podcast, <laughs> Ethel? Anyway. Uh, give us a five-star rating, and don't forget, we drop a new episode every other Monday, and find us on social media. Yeah, Two Fairy Godfathers on Facebook and Instagram. We'll see you in two weeks, fairy friends. Bye for now. <laughs>